For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to a Believe Sports Business Sports Media. I'm Fred. You can email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com. And uh, Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans and Galaxy Sports. He runs from the state of Pennsylvania now with us. He lived most of his life here in Southern California. Art, welcome to the show. Thanks, Fred. Good to be with you again. So, Gavin Newsom wants to stay in Sacramento. The Dodgers want fans at Dodger Stadium. My guess is that will come to pass. What do you think? That's all political, Fred. We've been talking about it for a year. <laughs> and what it comes down to is when, you're, when your neck is on the line and you have a million people in California who really think that the kids deserve after, you know, a year, 11 months, you can put it where you want. They need, you know, they feel like these kids need to get out on the field. So from what I hear, they're going to play a five-game high school football season. The entire state, all 55 counties are going to be okay. Wow, that's a quick transition in my mind. You know, to me, it's insane. It's it's crazy. Uh, of course, Greg Abbott. Right, it's close to insane. But, but here's what they're basically saying. All right. The people who are in power are in positions where greed is affecting their ability to make decisions. And when they get enough pressure, like the recall on Newsom, it, it 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 changes the dynamics of everything involved, and and then you have the economic factors. You know, we've been promised, uh, you know, this this twenty eight hundred dollars. When's that happening? Fourteen hundred dollars a piece, yeah, because there's a stall well, going have, on. If you have a wife and you know, yeah, family, you know, yeah, it's even yeah. more than that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you know, and then they're tying all these other things into it. And this is both sides. I'm not yelling at one side or the other. I'm saying it's just they don't know how to work. They don't know how to work. And, and it's just it's like it's like a blind man, you know, playing that game where you pin, the, you know, the, the tail on the donkey. Folks, we're taping this at 3.55 Thursday afternoon Pacific Standard Time. Don't forget on March 14th, you move the clock. Uh, forward uh, one hour uh, everywhere except, of course, Are really ready to leap forward, Fred? <laughs> well, definitely ready to leap forward. But, uh, you know, it's interesting. I don't know if it's interesting. It's sort of scary. Uh, on Facebook, I'm having arguments with uh, former friends. And uh, so Texas, of course, uh, Greg Abbott has decided to open everything up. Uh, Mississippi's Mississippi opening everything. Mississippi decided they're going to do it too, right? Right. So my point about Texas was... Uh, you know, big state uh, can kill a lot of people, can be a super spreader if you open too soon and they're opening no mask or mandated. And Fred, and Fred, they're on the border with Mexico and you have immigration where nobody's being tested for COVID-19. So the whole thing is nuts, though. But the, but the, but the point, in, in fact, is so he said, well, don't come to Texas. I say, no. That's not the answer, because the bottom line is somebody from Texas could be asymptomatic 
and can spread it around the world. That's as simple as that. So sure. how hard is it to wear a damn mask? I don't know. It's it's not. I, you don't feel comfortable necessarily wearing a mask. My wife and I were gone all day today, so you know when I'm in the car, I I, I lower it. But I'm with anybody, uh, in within six, you know. And 20 feet, I'm wearing the mask, and it's a bothersome thing. And who cares? They're saying wear two. I mean, I'd wear two versus one to save some lives. How is it so difficult to understand you're being very selfish if you're not wearing a mask? And my whole point is, believe me, when I'm around other human beings, I got my mask on. I went to a party last Friday night, which you're aware of. I mean, there were 12, 15 people there. I basically... A, a couple of trips to the bar and a couple of trips to the food line, and I try to stay pretty much apart from everybody else. Yeah, I can still have conversations with people, but but we're, none of those conversations were like in the old days at a cocktail party. You'd be like elbow to elbow. That's a different world now. Folks, uh, this is Believe Sports Business Sports Media. He is Art. I am Fred. Email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Since we're talking about the Dodgers, trying to get uh, folks back at Dodger Stadium because the Guggenheims are going broke. Uh, their payroll is $260 yeah, I million. I believe that, all right. They're going broke. The, the, the payroll is $260 million and the, the, that's $50 million over the cap, so they're going to be paying some uh, bucks back to Major League Baseball. Some articles uh, over the last couple of days about who might be let go uh, to save some dough for the David Dodgers. Price. You think David Price is the answer without ever pitching for him? I just is he is he you know he made that that small amount of money that they paid the guys that sat out last year. Right. Um, they've got seven other pitchers, starting pitchers. I mean, you know, he's got thirty-five million, I believe, due. Over what another two years? Yeah, not a bad way to start if you're going to be trimming some things up. But what if he pitches well? I mean, the first couple starts, if he gets the opportunity, well, you saying he gets something of value for him? God only knows the Angels. If he if he had a couple of good starts in April, the Angels may come calling with all kinds of fun stuff. Folks, uh, if you're a Dodger fan or an Angel fan, uh, make some comments. Sports Fred at aol.com. Question to ask you: What is Jake Odorizzi damaged goods? The guy's been a great pitcher for a lot of years. You know, I think Madden knows a little bit about him. You know what? You know, you know what it is. He doesn't have, let's say, the great velocity. So people sort of put a knock on that. But I mean, he knows how to pitch. He knows how to go in and out, up and down. Yeah. Get guys out, but oh, he doesn't have that that Trevor Bauer uh, six to three curveball. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You mentioned. I I like guys that get guys out. You remember Mel Stoudemire? Yeah. I was a oh, little, little kid. You hit it hard on the ground. You're 124. You remember him better than me. Uh, the bottom line here is uh, you talked about the Angels, Otani. All right, so let's say he, he'll be one of the five or six pitchers. So he'll go every fifth or sixth day. How many other days do you play him? <laughs> you know what? If, if he can rake the way I think he can rake if he's healthy, you know, pools. Uh, you might, you know, you might be able to stick him at first base a little bit, but you know, how many games are you going to get out of uh, a Pujols, really? So sixty I mean, or seventy, yeah. Yeah, I'm saying, you know, Tommy's got to get a hundred, a hundred games in either first base. I would put him at first base or the mound. And I mean, if if you get twenty starts out of him, which I think would be smart, 
to give his arm the you know the rest he needs. Right. That's what I'd do. He'd play 120 games, and you know if things get tight in September and you need to you know win the wild card or whatever, because the Angels all of a sudden are looking good because Oakland's not as good as they were. Houston lost the key pitcher. That's two pitchers. No, Ver, no, you know, no Verlander. So all of a sudden, you know, I'm looking at the uh, the Western Division of the American League, and I see the Halos with a chance. I'm not saying they're going to win it. I'm just saying they got a chance. All right, you can't obviously hit him if he's pitching because if you pull him, then you don't have a, a DH in the American League. Correct. Okay. So of the other four starts, you start them half the time. You're saying, and you're not going to throw them. You're not going to use them against left-handed pitchers. So that, that cuts the odds down, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I mean, bottom line is against a right-hander, I think he's one of the, the top ten hitters in baseball. I agree. So I mean, what I want to do with him is I want to showcase him. They had the right idea last year. They threw him on Sundays, I think. Right? Yeah. I think that was to get the to get the people to come out, you know, at home on Sundays. There's a, there's a lot of Oriental Americans in Southern California. <laughs> there really are. So I mean, when I when I say that, is he draws a lot of people to the games. But the Dodgers by the didn't. Way, Fred, who's the new who's the new t- uh, TV guy for the Angels? I don't know. That was an interesting thing, Rojas uh, leaving uh, to become a general manager. I thought that was very, very interesting indeed. I don't even know who the uh, new play-by-play guy is. Have they decided? No. That's why I'm wondering. I mean, <laughs> you want to go for late it? in spring training not to have a TV voice. Well, call Cardi up. He might be listening right now to Believe Sports Business uh, Mr. Brodian, Sports Media. Give me a shot. I'll be Harry Carey in disguise. I only do color. I don't do play-by-play. All right. You and I would actually be pretty good at that. It would be funny anyways. Um, All right. uh, Let's talk about the National Basketball Association. The logo has been, I guess, Jerry West for years, although it doesn't say Jerry West. They're talking about, you know, replacing Jerry with an African-American. My point is, no, keep Jerry and also get an African-American and I talk- love that. Let's get Kareem on the skyhook to go okay, with so, Jerry West. All right, so, so hang on for a second. So they're talking Magic, uh, Kareem, LeBron, and others. But I'm going to stay. I'm going to say it's got to be somebody who cares, is involved in the movement. So as you said, Kareem or LeBron and Jerry. Uh, somebody like Magic who only cares about himself and making more bucks doesn't Even belong Dr. on logo. Dr. J, I mean, Dr. J wouldn't be a bad one either, you know. Well, fine, Dr. J, but it's got to be somebody in my mind to balance things out that, let's say, Black Lives Matter, it really matters to this particular guy. West and that other person, I think well, that's I, I got to go. tell you a great story, Fred. I, I played in the uh, 1986 uh, United Negro College Telephone Tournament Michael Jordan had down at La Costa. Right. And it was a, a who's who, a litany of the greatest black athletes of all time. Okay, I mean everybody. Okay. Willie Mays, Hank Aaron, Calvin Pete, uh, you, you go down the line. I mean, it was amazing. And, and Dr. Harry Edwards was there. Okay. And we got into a very deep discussion about how if you raise a child with the proper education and give them all the opportunities that a lot of kids get in our, in our society, that, that child has a great chance to succeed. And... It was amazing because all of them understood exactly what it was. It was the desire coupled with the ability 
you know, like, like, uh, you know, what they say about a society is, is a huge nation in one. And it all, it takes all of us to make it work. And it was really amazing. But I mean, I'm going a little bit too far out there right now, but it was, it was amazing. It really was eye opening. He is art who's having, uh, he had his eyes opened, uh, 30 years, 30 plus years ago. I'm Fred, who's just growing up. Uh, you can email us at uh, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Talking about uh, LeBron, uh, Bill Plasky last week in the LA Times indicated you got to give him a rest. They chose last night, Wednesday night in Sacramento. They lost the game, but I actually think if you're going to uh, not play somebody like LeBron, that would be the perfect time. You played the night before at home. You don't need him to travel to Sacramento. He lost the game again, but now he's got some time off until the All-Star game and some time after the All-Star game. You agree that uh, the Vogel made the right move by not playing him on Wednesday night? Yeah, I do. I, 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 he, did, he does need a little rest. I mean, he's not a young guy anymore. Great ball, great ball player. Um, you know, getting himself in the middle of everything. He is the platform. He is the voice. I mean, I read about her, him and Kelly Leffler. And uh, you know the the Atlanta WNBA team, you know LeBron LeBron is out there, and, and it's a good thing. I mean, I'm glad he has the platform to be able to speak, but I'm not into this whole All Star game for the NBA, Fred. I think they should all take the rest. Everybody be with their families. You know, this isn't the year to have an All Star game, in my opinion. You know, the funny thing is, uh, the people would complain that. The All-Star game is no defense, and of course it's not, and it won't be on Sunday. Well, neither is the league. But, but I was going to say, but the entire season is no defense. I mean, I never saw so many slam dunks with nobody anywhere near you in my life. It's almost like a showcase of... Uh, do, you remember, do you remember when we used to go see the Harlem Globetrotters? Oh, I did, yeah, of course, yeah. And I saw them lose one All night. All they need is the confetti coming out of the water bucket. Folks, uh, you think the NBA plays any defense? Are you going to spend any time... Sunday night, they're changing the three nights to one night. You're going to have the slam dunk. You're going to have the skills contest. You're going to have the game. And, and the winning team does send some money to charity, which is good news. But other than that, I agree with Arnie. There's no reason to have it uh, during the pandemic and getting all the guys together from around the country. I just think you're gambling and the numbers are down. That's fine and dandy. But we've had surges before. Am I a pessimist? Yes. But uh, the bottom line is if I'm right, people die. If you're right, it's really not a major thing to miss a game. So uh, email us at sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. Finally, Art Source, Bruin fan growing up, Trojan kicker, Bruins, Trojans, basketball on Saturday, 1 o'clock Pacific time. And I'm going to make USC a six-point favorite. I was going to say five and a half or six-point favorite. Yeah. Who would you take in that game? I'd take the Bruins at the points. <laughs> but, I mean, the sad part is two really good basketball teams who are kind of, you know, SC, SC played the way they were supposed to play. The UCLA, to me, should be the the Pac-12 champions, regular season champions. They're going to let Oregon sneak in there, and neither one of them is going to win it if, if things go the wrong way here. I mean, but the way they made UCLA have to travel to the Northwest, I think two, three times, one time for, you know, to not even do anything, that was really, 
that was Larry Scott, and, and, and it really hurt him in the end, in my opinion, Fred. No, I agree. They had to go up for the Washington schools. They went up the Oregon school when they couldn't play. Uh, the Ducks couldn't play, and they went up there yesterday, and they mm-hmm. lost uh, in the last five minutes. Uh, and that's come- after, I think, going to Colorado and Utah, right? Right, directly after that. So, yeah, it was sort of unfair to UCLA. But you know what? With the injuries they've had, Charles Smith, uh, Charles, uh, uh, what's Chris Smith, uh, missing the rest of the season and uh, all the problems they've had this year playing guys who didn't expect to play. Hey, one quick thing before we go. It's interesting. I didn't realize this. They've got high school kids now who've graduated, who've left early, who, if they want to, could end up playing six seasons on the collegiate level. Any comments about that? Sounds like a hell of a career, especially if they pass that new new rule regarding, you know, the guys getting paid and stuff. (laughs) Six years of getting paid, or even six years not getting paid. I mean, the point is, you know, we got one undone on one side. College was the greatest, Fred. Give me six years of college. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, I went to, you know, I graduated very young. Okay, I graduated 16. And uh, You were smart. You're a math guy. No, 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 no. But, but, But the point I'm trying to make is, I stayed in college five. I, I stayed at Northridge five. I start my first semester. I went to UCLA, but there was 250 people in a class. You didn't see the professor till Friday, so exactly. I transferred to. I you transferred to, to see the professor. Right. So I transferred to Northridge. I was in school five and a half years just because I like my friends, and I would have stayed longer. They basically kicked me out. He said, "You got, you got to graduate." Something. It was very similar to me. They finally came to me about 23. I was working for Mizuno. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "Artie." If you go to any more Dell parties, you know, we're going to be in trouble. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'll be a good boy and leave. The, you know, this pandemic thing, and every year we'd have a reunion of the so-called radicals at uh, Cal State Northridge. Can't have a reunion. So it's like, it's a, you know, I email some of them sometimes. How many radicals are conservative now? <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's interesting you brought that up because a couple of them became district attorneys. This is no joke. They're still uh-huh. politically on my side. But right. but they were district attorneys for most of their they've retired now they've uh, ret- most of them have retired they were they were district attorneys and things like that jobs like that but politically they're still uh, on the on the left side <laughs> which is the right side the correct side Scott thank you very much and we'll see you around the corner on Believe Sports Business Sports Media thank you everybody bye without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.